This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. You know what time it is. Yes, we have some Hanches how-tos coming your way. But listen up. This is not just any normal how-tos episode, folks. This is a milestone. The 20th episode of Hanches How-tos. I'm pretty pumped about that. So thank you for the love of this segment of the show where I bring leadership nuggets that are relevant for your leadership impact. I take little snippets, little nuggets from coaching sessions, from training meetings, from consulting meetings, and I bring them to the table. We've been doing this for a couple of years now. Uh, The people have spoken. I will be doing it in a higher rotation. So I want to challenge you today as I talk about, I got two nuggets, two how-tos for you today. Uh, As I'm talking about these how-tos, I want you thinking about how do I apply these to my journey? I want you to be doing a little bit of a self-assessment and saying, am I falling short here? Is this an opportunity? Is this, is this an area that maybe I can improve upon that will help me grow in my leadership acumen? So let's get right to it. The first how-to, self-reflection is a leadership superpower. Self-reflection at its simplest means taking time to think, examine, and review yourself as part of your personal leadership development. You know, I get the privilege and honor to do executive coaching with many in the C-level, many entrepreneurs. And I will tell you this self-reflection, it's almost as if when I hold these executives accountable to doing this and they start seeing the benefits, they look at me like, why have I not been doing this? This seems like the most, the easiest thing. And I had to pay a guy like you to come in and tell me the obvious It is amazing the problems that you will solve, the innovation that you will drive if you just take time to self-reflect. By being intentional with reflection, it will no doubt assist you in knowing what your priorities are. It will tell you where you're falling short. It will minimize the inevitable surprises. And ultimately, what it's going to help you do as a leader is it's going to help you build a stronger team, which at the heart of every leader, that's what their heart is. Build great people around me. These are amazing things. So why is self-reflection neglected so often? And it is neglected often. You know, I go into these initial early coaching sessions and I'm doing discovery. Where are you now? Where do we need to go? And these are things that I start to uncover. And I ask, how often are you taking time? How often are you investing time? What does that process look like? And I see that it's not being done. And what I end up typically uncovering is the most common reason why this isn't happening is because we're afraid to be wrong. Have you ever heard something like this? You know, I might have done something differently, but I I don't want to think about it. It's over now. It's in the past. We're, We're already over that. I hear this almost on a weekly basis. And this is from this alpha leader that doesn't want to own their stuff. And they're like, let's put that in the rearview mirror. Now, look, I'm all about having a short memory and you can't live in your failures, but you can learn from them. Have you ever heard yourself maybe say something like this? Facing our mistakes and learning from them takes courage. 
So, so here's a public service announcement on Hansch's How To's 20. It takes courage to lead. It takes a lot of courage to lead, and sometimes that is owning your own mistakes and being wrong, and it's okay. Leadership is self-taught in some ways, and few learn well without some failures. So it's going to take some courage. To be a great leader, you will need to not only make mistakes, but you will also need to own them and learn from them in order to advance. This demands self-reflection. Reflection in leadership means carving out time to review yourself as a leader, and it's critical for your development. I know nobody has more time. I'm asking you to take more time. That means you will have to give something up. I know you're not looking for to fill space. Hey, what am I going to do with that extra hour that I have on Friday? So glad I'm listening to the Champion Forum podcast. Now I can start self-reflecting. I know you don't have time. But I will tell you, this is an area you need to invest time. It means examining your current levels of skill, examining your strengths. Where are your weaknesses? How are you influencing others as a leader? It's also about gaining a deep understanding of your values, your goals, your ambitions. Where is it that you want to go? Where are you taking people? Reflection also accelerates your ability to better understand other people and and understand their differing perspectives. When going through the exercise of reflection, make sure to focus on what happened. We all go through these projects, process improvement, dynamics, hiring, firing, all of this stuff. There's multiple situations that happen in a day's time and a week's time. When you're having this reflection, think of the most monumental things that happened since your last time of reflection and think about a situation. Focus on what happened during the situation. What went well? And what didn't go well in the situation? This helps to adapt our actions to avoid making the same mistake again. We learn from it. You know, this doesn't have to be Groundhog Day where the same thing keeps happening over and over and over. What else could have been done to improve the outcome? What will you do in the future should a similar situation arise? When you make self-reflection a part of your routine, it will allow you for greater leadership awareness and the ability to make educated assumptions for better outcomes. Notice I didn't say guarantees, 100%, uh, money back if I don't satisfy your need. No, assumptions, educated assumptions. This self-reflection affords us and earns us the right to a gut feeling. And when you have a gut feeling that is earned through wisdom and learning from failure, it obviously is going to create better outcomes. The second how-to today. Be more approachable. You know, we're in this season of of transition and flux a little bit, this post-pandemic feeling, you know, uh, still trying to retain employees, a little bit choppy of the economy. People are, are, you know, freaking out a little bit about instability. We're not real sure what's going to happen. This is a time. There's never been a bad time to be approachable as a leader, but I will tell you this. You have to be approachable. You have to be more vulnerable. You have to be a leader with empathy. These are all things that allow you to be more approachable. I just met with a leader a few days ago that was facing this dilemma. They were perplexed. They're telling me, Jeff, I'm a good dude. I'm a good guy. I don't know why people feel this way about me, that that they say I'm unapproachable. I'm I'm, I'm just mission-oriented, Jeff. And I'm just not much for the small talk. That doesn't mean that I don't care, right? 
Well, guess what? You don't get to define if you're a good leader. Leader, Hey, are you a good leader? You, your response should always be, I don't know, ask my people. You don't get to define if you're a good leader. Maybe, maybe you've been there. Maybe you're like this leader I was talking to. You've been there. You're a little bit perplexed. People just don't understand me, you say. I'm really a good person deep inside. I'm just misunderstood. Maybe you're there right now. I'm here to tell you that regardless of your personality or leadership style, becoming approachable is something that every leader can achieve if they're willing to be intentional. When you're approachable, it creates transparency. It creates trust. It makes you more credible. You're viewed as authentic. There are several ways to become more approachable. I'm going to give you a couple that have worked well for me over the years and have accelerated my approachability. The first thing is offer help. Wow, that makes you more approachable? Man, it sure does. How can I help? That's, uh, that's at the heart of every servant leader. I'm not saying solve everybody's problems. I'm not saying do everybody's work. I'm not saying that. I'm all about getting capacity through empowering and delegating. You know this if you're a listener. But this how can I help is a powerful tool in the leader's tool bag. This simple phrase conveys so much it signals that you're listening to them and you're willing to help in creating solutions, creating a better environment, a better way, empowering them, training them, developing them, helping them win. Just be careful when navigating this that you are empowering them instead of taking the wheel. They're not asking you to drive. They're asking for feedback. They're asking for a better way. They're asking for advice. This is when you become leader coach, right? So when you're offering this help, allow people to fully answer before offering your suggestions because most times we already know the answer before they even get the sentence out of their mouth because we've been viewing it. Let them speak. Let them talk. Be clear on next steps. Follow up with your actions that you've agreed to. This is going to let them know that you have ears to listen. Make sure whenever you are offering help that you're not just taking on the task. Set clear barriers, set clear direction, give clarity, train and develop, and this creates an ability to empower. This screams approachable. The second thing that you can do to become more approachable is not only offer help, but ask for help. Wow. I know you alpha leaders, man. You just took a big gulp because you don't want anybody to see you vulnerable. You telling me that I'm going to ask for help? I'm the one that's got this thing on full composure. I got it all together. Nobody sees me sweat. When you ask for help, you automatically become approachable. I'm not saying to be this wuss, weak, wimpy, you know, frail leader. I'm not saying that. But you might be saying right now, who, me? Ask for help? Isn't this a sign of weakness? No, it's not. Asking for help is something that great leaders do, and they do it regularly. Many leaders incorrectly think that taking the lead means never requiring assistance, and it's not true. However, most people generally, they do want to help. It's human nature. It fosters engagement between you, the leader, and your team. And by the way, you need their help. This is especially important for a leader that is taking over a new team.
I remember taking over a division that I knew nothing about in, in the corporate world. I knew nothing about the products, the service. I knew nothing about it. And I, I didn't grow up in the business. I didn't grow up in the industry. And here this b- opening for this big leadership job came open. And I'm sure everybody within that division thought that somebody from within the division was going to get the job and get the promotion. And here I come riding you know, this dark horse. Nobody ever knew me no, and never knew anything. I catch wind that there's some rumblings about who's this guy think he is. You know, he's just this guy over here. He doesn't know anything about what we're doing. What's he going to teach us? This is this is a bunch of BS. I can't believe they're bringing a guy in that doesn't even know anything about anything. So what did I have to do here? I could have went in and taken the approach. Hey, I don't give I don't care if you all like it or not. I'm the new sheriff in town and this is how it's going to be. Yeah, good luck. No. I went, I gathered the troops, I went from market to market, city to city, and my basic message was, I need your help because I don't know this stuff. I don't know what I don't know what you guys do. I don't know how your products work. I don't know how the service works. But I didn't stop there. I said, but here's what I do know. I know how to win. I, I care about people. I love to serve people. I'm all about process. I'm all about making people better. And I have found ways to do that through my career. And I got to believe that between my ability to do that and your knowledge of the industry, and if you could teach me what you do, I'm going to teach you what has worked for me. And together, I think we can build something beautiful. Wow. Vulnerable, right? It, It automatically tore down the walls of defensiveness. Asking for help provides opportunity for others to shine in addition to making sure you get the best solution and the right person doing the job. After all, isn't that the goal? That's the goal. As your level of approachability increases, you will find the morale, attitude, and cooperation level of your team will improve. Start putting these two tips into practice and watch the engagement of your team and their performance soar. Well, That's the 20th episode of Hanch's How-Tos. It's in the books, folks. Take time to reflect on your leadership journey and be aware of your approachability. If you have a question that I can tackle on the 21st edition of Hanch's How-Tos, make sure you email us at info at jeffhancher.com. Until then, keep making big impact and never forget, you all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.